Well, good morning, everybody. Pashas for Era, a Shabbos of illumination, total light. For Era, Hashem says He reveals Himself. In what form does Hashem reveal Himself? So Hashem's revelation in the Torah portion of Era is really a reciprocity, or it goes measure for measure for us based on how much we illuminate ourselves to Hashem. And that's what Ve'er is about. If you go through the Torah portion of Ve'er, you have certain interesting milestones. The beginning of the Pasha talks about Moshe's incredible self-sacrifice for the Jewish people. He was safe. Nobody was hurting him <coughs> or his family. I remember Rachman al-Tzan, Rachman al-Tzan, Two days after October 7th, an acquaintance of mine called me on the phone and said, oh, of course, everyone was so horrified from what happened on October 7th. So this person calls me on the phone and says, Rabbi, I hope all your people are okay. So I said, what? What are you talking about? I'm a Chabad rabbi. I'm a representative of the Rebbe. They're all my people. No, my people aren't okay. 1,400 of my people were just massacred. There's no my people. What are you talking about? All these people are my people. Where did I learn that? I learned that from the Rebbe. The Rebbe is the Moshe Rabbeinu of this generation. Maybe you could say, where did the Rebbe get it from? From Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's Torah portion. When Moshe Rabbeinu himself was not enslaved, the tribe of Levi wasn't enslaved, <coughs> and yet he throws himself in front of the train at the end of last week's Torah portion, which the beginning of this week's Torah portion is the conversation, the continuation of that conversation, when he says to Hashem, Look at these people are suffering. And you made it even worse since you sent me. You sent me to Parod, you haven't saved them. When does the saving part start? Even though Moshe could have said, quote unquote, my people are okay. So you saw Moshe's incredible self-sacrifice for the Jewish people, and that's what Hashem says, Va'era, I'm shining my light. Because that's going to be what sets in motion each of the steps along the way. You see it again in a milestone in the plague of Tzvardea, the plague of frogs. Right? Anyone who grew up as a Jewish kid knows, frogs here, frogs there, frogs were jumping everywhere. Right? Everybody knows that song. In fact, they were. It says the frogs demonstrated incredible self-sacrifice for Hashem because they were instructed to leave no nook and cranny unfrogged. unfrogged. Thank you. Very well said. Unfrogged. And so they jumped into burning ovens even though they got burnt. But Hashem said, no nook and cranny, I'm jumping into the ovens. So these frogs had incredible self-sacrifice because that's what Hashem told them to do. So we see again that what brings Geula? An incredible self-sacrifice to Hashem's will. But then, as we fast forward, you come to the ultimate self-sacrifice, the end of this week's Torah portion, the plague of hail. <coughs> Where the Torah says, There was a fire burning inside the hail. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, Cecil B. DeMille got a 
an Oscar for special effects in the movie that they were able to, in the 1950s, create such a scene where hail is falling from the sky, and when it hits the ground, it explodes in fire. They got, I think they got an Oscar for that. I'm not, a, maybe not in Hollywood, but I'm pretty sure they got, I think they got an award for that special effect. But Hashem is even better at the special effects. So Rashi says, Rashi says, that in order to fulfill Hashem's will, fire and water made peace. Hashem wanted that the hail should fall. There should be fire burning inside the hail. So even though, <coughs> obviously, fire and water are, are, are natural enemies, so to speak, in the way Hashem created them, but in order to fulfill Hashem's will, they made peace. Fire and water made peace. That's what Rashi. Rashi, simple understanding of the verse. So we see again the selfless devotion. So now we have to think about what is this, how does this apply to us? Okay? So on all levels, all three of these events that I just described, in one, the first one, we have to care about every single Jew. We have to care about every single Jew to the point of self-sacrifice. To the point of self-sacrifice. We have to care about every single Jew. Moshe. Number two, we have to have self-sacrifice that we're willing to, so to speak, Jump into the fire. Jump into the fire to do what Hashem wants. What's jump into the fire? Jump into the fire. <clears throat> we know what jump into the fire means. You know, there are people you avoid all the time. There's ideologies, arguments. I don't want to start this. I don't want to start this argument. I don't want to start. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Right? This is the week, Rabbi Chaim, we don't leave it alone. Jump into the fire. Because we have to be able to tell the truth. The truth has to be told. And if it means you have to jump into the fire, and you're going to wind up in a fiery exchange, and even get a little bit scorched along the way, you have to be willing to do it. The third is even higher than that. Aish and Mayim making peace with each other. Ah, jump, because jumping into the fire is easy. In many, in many, because you see, it's the truth. You're not, you're not willing to, um, to stand down from the truth. Not my truth, the truth. And you know it's the truth. <clears throat> and so you don't want to stand down from that. And so you're ready to go into the fire. You don't care uh, 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 what's going to happen, what the results are, etc., etc., etc. You don't care about being scorched. So you jump into the fire. But making peace between fire and ice, that's a much higher level of Mesidus Nefesh. Figuring out how to be able to find cohesiveness with even that person, with even that other Jew, who's fire to your ice, or ice to your fire, either way it makes no difference how you're going to look at it. Being able to create fusion with that other Jew, that's the highest level of self-sacrifice. That means you've reached the essence of your soul, which has now touched the essence of his soul, and thereby you made an incredible, incredible connection that cannot be, uh, that, that becomes the peace between fire and ice. So that's really our mission today. We have to really reach all three of those levels. First, start with absolutely loving and caring about every Jew. Secondly, not being afraid 
to take on the challenge of having to jump into the fire to be able to reach every single Jew. And number three, finding that place of the essence of our own soul <clears throat> that allows us to create the fusion of absolute polar opposites with every single other Jew. And to, in order to do that, Chassidah says, that's the Yechidah Nefesh, and the Yechidah Nefesh, the absolute essence of the soul, is manifest in Mashiach. Mashiach is the Yechidah of all of our souls and that unifying force, and that will bring true peace to our brethren in Eretz Yisrael, true peace to the entire world, and, by, and as a result, true blessings for everybody, True victory for our soldiers, our physical soldiers, our spiritual soldiers, our emotional soldiers, and the ultimate victory. We reach them all on this day. With the revelation of Mashiach, may it happen now. Amen. Good Shabbos.